On this episode of Ask the Masters, Master Michael Nance sits down with Danny Wang, a social media guru. He discusses how he grew his Instagram account in just a couple of months and how it's still important for your business today. Enjoy this social media in-depth episode. You do not want to miss the next lifestyle event with Ask the Masters. On February 27th and 28th, we are being hosted by Bazaza Tile, Laticrete, and Wet Edge, and we're going to get dirty. We're actually going to install paper-faced Bazaza Tile with the backdrop of Laticrete, all at the Wet Edge facility. Enjoy. People, they don't know what I look like. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't post my face. So oh, yeah. it's because I don't want, also, I mean, I just, don't need, I just feel like I don't need to have my face Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's the thing. I'm I'm not a a very social media guy, so I I don't know a whole heck of a lot about that. But they tell me you've got some rocket million followers, huh? No, no, it's not. It's not where I get like you know million, million half views. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. So it's uh, no, it's because we're trying to bridge, you know, because I come from. Also, I've been in the industry for a while, but then. Same thing I was telling Randy when I was first started doing business. You know, I use YouTube and you know, kind of see the really cool stuff that they've been doing, and it just helped me kind of understand, you know, how, you know, it just it creates that mystique where it's like, okay, oh, no, mystique it creates that where it's like, oh, everybody's so intrigued, like how you do it, right? Yeah. Everybody, no one cares about. Pre- I mean, yes, they care about the pretty pictures, but I think Instagram's kind of made it so where like so many people post pretty pictures, they don't. That's kind of like they're desensitized, but rather they care about the story behind how you create the stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, about yeah. That, that that whole Instagram thing again. I, 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 my age or whatever it is, or my ignorance, I just haven't paid much attention to it. So, who are these people that are that are looking at what you're you're posting? Random people from this world, from uh, yeah. the whole world. Yeah. So, this is just people all over the world who have an interest, not necessarily a customer who's shopping for a swimming pool. No, no. So, it's people that are in design, people that are in uh, building the people that are just you know, just randomly they're interested in this yeah yeah, yeah. so and that's wild but you say a bit of million views and they're all over the world they're not just US no they're from like um, Dubai South Africa you know, Europe all sorts yeah that's wild so what, what what do you think the percentage is is it just a it, lot of folks here or? no it, it tells you it, it's yeah. so half of my, about 50% of my follow, following base is uh, it's in the US and then the rest of it is in you know, Brazil, um, I think India, China, yeah, kind of breaks it down. That's cool. Even even does it by um, the age group. Yeah. So oh, it does. It breaks yeah, it even down age group. Age group, and then also so, breaks it down to men and women. It also tells you what time they come on. It also tells you. Um, it tells you a lot of things. That's why you know it's it's because I mean it's a marketing thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It tells yeah. you uh, what city in the whole U.S. is the most popular. So, do, can you see the, the majority of the demographic in terms of the age group? So, what's, what's the biggest age group paying attention? 25, 34. 25, 34. Yeah, by far. And is it by far interested? Yeah. And do you know why that is? I mean, what's, what's, uh, what's the. I think goal? it's because the, they're, they grew up in. Also, I target towards that age group, but, but also because I'm, you know, I'm similar to that age group. Yeah. But also, they grew up with this as part of their life. Yeah, like for of me, course, yeah, because yeah, yeah. for me, like, so I, I think cell phones have become popular when I was in high school, yeah. But you know, for them, that's like since middle school, they have, yeah, yeah social yeah. media and all that stuff. 
So do, do me a favor and back up a little bit on, on background. I don't want to come back to this because this just prompts more and more yeah, questions. Yeah. But, but I want to know more about you because I've, I've been told a little bit and yeah. I'm impressed with what I've, yeah. I've heard so far. But, uh, but give me an idea of what got you started in swimming pool stuff. And, so and my now. father had a similar business where he was doing uh, home remodels. He was doing um, uh, swimming pools, koi ponds. So actually one of my first job was I cleaned koi ponds. Mm. So I was How old were you? I was uh, 16. Yeah. So I cleaned koi ponds, understood how the uh, system worked, and that's kind of where my first dabble into all the hydraulic, all the uh, all the like the plumbing. Yep. Because it has yep. a bio, it has a biofilter, so it's a little uh, different than yeah. it's a little different than, than, yeah. than for so I mean it's it's a little bit more technical because now you have to you have living creatures. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, so I cleaned them, and actually I work in the field. I dug, you know, gas trenches. I dug. I did plumbing. Yeah, I did sprinklers. So I was always the helper. Ground up. Yeah, yeah. So literally, I tell people like, I started from you know digging trenches. Yeah. Yeah, and the design part is, it's kind of hit me about four years ago where, because I didn't know I could design. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know I could design. I was only a builder. For all the top designers. Okay. So I, I work with all of them. You know, I was always the guys. They throw questions. You know, they throw stuff at us like, "Hey, how to build this? How to build that?" Yeah. So I built it for them. Uh, and how I got into design was purely by uh, not by luck, but by kind of like a poor situation where I sold way too many jobs. I could do anything. So I started working for um, some of my friends in the industry as a salesperson. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. as I start selling jobs with them, then they realized, hey, you're actually a pretty good designer. So mm. I was like, oh, I didn't know that because no one ever told me. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I was well, like, oh. Let me interrupt. So what, what did they mean? I mean, how did they discover, if you were building things, how did they discover that you could also design things? So, I, so one year I sold, I think I sold six or seven million dollars in four months. And I was like, I got stopped because I know for sure I can't build this. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. at that time, I... When I stopped, I didn't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. um, when my friends were like, oh, hey, you know, we know you sell a lot of jobs, you know, come help us sell jobs. Yeah. So yeah. I did. So I went with them, kind of, kind of went through my pro how I usually do my process. And uh -huh. that's when they say, hey, you're actually pretty good at design. That's why you have so many jobs. Because before it was always, we get a lot of jobs because we build quality stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it was never like, oh, hey, I, I get my jobs because I'm a really excellent designer. It just we build quality stuff, and you know, like quality stuff, people it's mostly referrals. So when you're when you're working with these these friends of yours, yeah. and and they realize this this design yeah. talent that you have, is it is it is that happening in the in the office in the studio, or is it happening in the field? You're making adjustments in the field that just look no. Like so that's no, that's make that's happening in the in the office. Okay. So then I started you know doing using like three D software, and I think that's really what helped is when I started doing three D software because I couldn't do uh, I'm really bad at sketching. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's kind of the thing that I do online is I have a really poor sketch, like a doodle, <laughs> but then my finished product looks, you know, yeah. amazing. That's so, great before. Yeah, yeah. Trick, so that's, mean, that's kind of what... I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, ste I'm stealing that from yeah. you. I'm going to make my drawings look bad so that my, my yeah, bracelet yeah. looks even prettier. No, and then also <laughs> I, I, I always tell people, because uh, we're, I'm used to building stuff, so I want my, I need to show a realistic you know, finished product because yeah. a lot of times a lot, nowadays the designers are so good at rendering projects. Yeah. But when it's done, it's completely different. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're designing, 
it's not really budget friendly. It's not realistic design. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I try to do. So I try to, you gotta set this, you gotta set the bar low. It's just when you do this computer design, you can't go all out because unless your finished product is exactly like it or better, yeah, you can't use that as like a lead. So what, what we do is we kind of just do the rough shape, you know, very minimal planting, you know, mm -hmm. kind of see what it looks like. Uh -huh. But then our finished product looks better than the computer visual. Yeah, because so, yeah. then you have to set the bar. You have to you know see the expectation. Well, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of kind of undercommit. And yeah, yeah. Because yeah. with, with all these designers, and I always joke with them because I have a lot of friends in the industry now. It's just we're not designing. We're not. It's almost like video game designing, right? Yeah. You could design the world you want, but if it's not buildable, uh -huh. yeah. or if it's not even close, the clients can get pretty upset because you're setting the expectation here, but you're delivering. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what our our philosophy is. Okay, you know, even sometimes now I just go in and doodle and describe the concept. My clients get to because they see my finished product, so then you know we, we translate that to the finished product. So even though you think your your, your drawings don't, don't look so good, are you comfortable with a pencil and paper in front of the clients? You don't really care. No, no, I don't care because ultimately they, they trust because ultimately we have finished projects to show them. Mm. Yeah, so that's the that's the thing. No, I, I think that, that that that's a legitimate yeah, yeah. <laughs> statement in that I, I really don't care. I'm just trying to convey something real quick. And, yeah. and it's not about that piece of paper at no. that particular moment. Yeah. It's just conveying an idea. Yeah. So even now I sell jobs where I take because we build, so we do. We the nice thing about building and design is you can control the cost. Yeah. So for us, we're flexible on both ends. That's why our closing rate is so high. A client gives me a three hundred dollars on budget. I try not to design over it unless they, you know. I mean, I, I do try to design over it, but I do it kind of like wisely. I say, okay, this is what you'll get for your budget. This is what I think you could get if you could stretch your budget. Yeah, so, so yeah. You, you give them a, a bit of an option because, you yeah. know, that, that's the thing that I find with, with clients oftentimes. They don't know what they can have. Yeah. And even though we have a budget yeah. and, and we set that budget, call it 250, yeah. 350, 450, whatever that budget is, mm -hmm. I, I tend to do the same in my work is yeah. that I, I want to give them that. Yeah. But at the same time, when we get there and they're happy, but there's this one thing yeah. more that if you just take and, and they're usually willing to go ahead yeah. and spend. Yeah, because then, and that's why I noticed more and more now it's because uh, people hire me for my design just say, hey, I even have clients that say, you know, I just says flat out, your budget's living, limiting my creative, like, <laughs> it's limiting my creativity. I, I could actually go more creative if you want. So that's, sometimes, that's called design integrity. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes they're like, okay, then, you know, let loose, right? And yeah. then, you know, sometimes we'll be like triple their budget, but they're so, yeah. You know, impressed by it, they're like, okay, let's spend the money. Because usually at that level, it's not about the money, right? It's yeah. about like, okay, how creative can you get? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if I'm building forty, fifty thousand dollar pools, then yes, maybe. But if and I'm building yeah. two, three hundred thousand dollar pools, you know, you go pretty creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of you know, I just kind of joke around with clients and say, hey, this is you know, you guys, <laughs> your budget's nice and all, but I could go you know above and beyond, and I think they like that because. No, I, yeah, yeah. I can see, I can see how that would work for you too. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're still, are you doing your own thing now? Are you still working for other pool builders, or, or what, what's happening? No, so the business structure. So what I do now is, um, obviously, I do the design build, but, and the majority of the income still comes from the build side. But what yeah. I'm limited now is I can only build and design so much. You know, I can only design build so much that um, I'm trying to push out the design through. You know, like a network of partners that could build to, you know, good standard, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. beyond industry standard, or that yeah. does hard build really complex pools. Yeah. Because sometimes I used to design, you know, vanishing edge pools, or you know, negative edge, uh, zero, you know, zero negative edge, edge pool. is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 
people will be like, how do you build this? And for me, as a designer, if I'm passing these pools to other people and they're asking me how to build it. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem because now I'm babysitting, you know, it's just, it's too much, you know, it's too, too much work because I'm yeah. like, I could just build it then. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm trying to work with, you know, with other people like in the industry that are really good builders that, but they're not, um, they don't want to design. Because more and more I understand now is some people are really good at building some people are really good at design. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that do both. Do both. Yeah. So I, you know, I think I could do both pretty well. So what I do now is I try to work with, you know, network with a couple builders that we did, we trust, and you know they're also very respected in the industry, and just kind of you know work on a couple projects that I just said okay let's design, and you guys build it because I go I mean because I build too I do a lot of, um, I think this is where a lot of designers kind of fall off because they don't know how to do the construction. Right. So they don't, they can't effectively communicate what needs to get done with the builder. Yeah. Because the builder has to figure out, because that's what I do. I have to figure out like 90% of the stuff. Yeah. But if I'm the person that's designing and I know how the structure, I know like the bolt, you know, where, where to put the surge tank, all that kind of stuff, it makes it a lot easier for them because you have someone that also knows, you know, I could do the hydraulics too. So it's just, you know, we're speaking the same language, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. From the design and also the build side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would agree as, as a designer myself and, and, and Bill yeah. uh, is that, uh, and it's hard for people to understand, but I know every line intimately. I put yeah. that line there yeah. for a specific reason. Yeah. And so, and, and that oftentimes gets lost in plan or gets lost in the interpretation of the guy in the field. So, yeah. so that's, uh, yeah, to find that correct guy, yeah. you know, is, 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 or, or gal, whatever, yeah. is, is really, really and critical. And also with, now I notice that, obviously, I've been building for you know, 13 years now, but I only designed about four. But there's there's um, knowledge that, I used to think I know everything, but now it's like, okay, I don't need to know everything. There's people that are better than me at yeah, this. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. So now I kind of pick their brains and say, hey, you know, this is what what's gonna, you know, how do I you know, get to where I need to. Every pebble in your pool has a story. Come find that story with Ask the Masters on February 27th and 28th, Mesa, Arizona. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of where you guys come in. You guys are like people that say, hey, this is uh, what you guys need to do. Because for me, I kind of went without like, formal education. <clears throat> so I, it's very hard for me to explain what goes on ahead to, or how I got there. Yeah. But with you guys, is you guys kind of have a structure set up. It's like, hey, you know, you guys could do what I do, but these guys are the one that can actually structure and you know get you to what you guys need. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. So it's you know it's it's the vernacular of the industry for sure, and it's uh, you know that that comes through on plans and, and how to do that. That's going to be kind of another question I have for yeah. you is is based on your background, and then you say you design so. Whenever that, what what is the process of that design? Obviously, it's this beautiful, pretty picture that we ultimately, you know, present yeah. to the client and sell sell into the client. But now we have to go back back and make a construction document, and so yeah. now we got to start breaking things down to sections and details to convey. And so, so where's your background there? What what, what took you uh, and, and taught you that particular skill? Um, that's something that I don't know how to answer yet because. 
Um, yeah, because I get asked. So, so tell me about yeah. your but tell me about <laughs> your plan. How, what, 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 what's your plan process? What does it look like after you sell the idea to the client? Now you got to bring it to fruition when you go to build. How, how does that happen? So because I do my own builds, we actually don't do construction plans. Okay. Because I'm on site. Yeah. Right? So um, currently, I think, and we do our builds pretty fast. So I think a part of that is because we don't draw plans. Because sometimes drawing plans is it takes a long time. Yeah. And no, it does take. And sometimes and sometimes it's still wrong because yes. your your measurement is a little different than the field. So typically the typical process is once I get a concept through the client, I actually go draw everything on the field and make okay. adjustments in the field. Yeah. Then my my staff they go and measure the field. Yep. And they put that into an accurate plan. Yeah. Because that's the most accurate if. If, because even we have a plot plan, sometimes they're off inch or two or three inches or four inches because the house is crooked. Mm -hmm. But if, oh, they're, sure. if they're measuring the site condition, we could get it down to you know within half an inch tolerance. Yeah, and then yeah. we use that to build you know construction plan. So you're working from from concept out yeah. there in. in uh, you know, that's a little bit of the wild west. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's not a traditional way. But, yeah, and and what I realize is not scalable because then. Not many people could do that, but what we're trying to do is, I'm trying to train my staff. Or I have a lot of staff that comes from um, design school, like you know, they have masters in landscape architecture. Okay. Architecture. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're so used to working in the 2D space. I bring them down to the construction site and say, okay, now visualize in 3D space because wow. yeah. that's how I visualize, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how. I so so have you have you had anything just blow up on you because oh yeah maybe get so that's every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think that's every single day. If I don't have anything blowing up, I'll be you know I'll be kind of shocked. It's just but but normal. Not, not not just from the same. Yeah, I'm in the industry too. Trust yeah. me, it blows up with me, and I have construction documents. Yeah. But but because of the lack of construction documents, do you think things get lost in the yeah. in the translation, yeah. and, and that's caused problems yeah. for you? I mean, it's caused problems. It's cost me you know millions of dollars, and. What we, we do now is, you know, I'm kind of to understand that because also design to me is almost like a new superpower. I have to go learn, right? <laughs> so I'm kind of managing that, like, like, like how to how to control it. It's like, okay, now um, before I would just do it myself, but now it's like, okay, how do I do it so that everybody understands? Yeah. So we're kind of training that my staff and kind of you know reconstructing that part. So you know we're rebuilding that part where okay, let's. Document the process. Okay, go go on the field, draw a concept, draw the elevation, and then you know, kind of build a plan for that, and yeah. then we duplicate the process. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how we're working on it. Yeah, yeah. So, but but you're, you're you're crafting that even as we speak. I mean, yes. getting better at that and, and trying to. to, to yeah, my, my, you, you, do you see yourself going into full blown construction documents like you've seen on other projects ever, or do you um, think that's going to hinder you somewhat? No, I mean. We do because I used to get construction documents from landscape architects, okay. and I just joke with my office like, fifty percent or sixty percent of this is not how you build stuff in real life. Mm. You know, like a you, think it's a, you think it's that big of a percentage? Yeah, because everybody has standard, you know, like pass or details, yeah. wall details, but that's yeah. not really how you build a wall, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to me, that's not how you build a wall. Okay, but or you know how you build pass or how, they always draw the pool too, but that's not really how you do it. Yeah. So what I do is, I try to take uh, pool engineering, like I use them for all my engineering. I take their structural plan and put it on 
in my construction job because okay. that's really how you build a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. so you know, we're we're trying to skip a step where, you know, there's no point in drawing a senseless wall with you know rebar is calling okay, out now, yeah now right getting in a little yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're, you're not in the field just going blind just making you know, stuff up as you yeah, go along well uh, landscape architect plan that's what we we have to do is okay they said pool and then they draw the little plumbing yeah. but really that's not how you plumb stuff right okay, it just yeah. is pop up here yeah no you're right so yeah, i'm yeah, trying to say yeah, there's time. another set of drawings called as built yeah <laughs> which is that's how it was done but yeah. uh, so we're trying to after. do one step further so we're trying to make it more efficient it's okay now we're working with builders i make it I'm trying to make it as simple as um, kind of like uh, when you build IKEA, IKEA furniture, mm -hmm. you piece it together. Anybody could do it, or like yeah. Lego. Like my five-year-old son could build a Lego. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to do it like an as-built plan before it gets built, because we could do both ways, right? So yeah. I could design it with you know the proper rebars, with the soil, you know, read the soil report, get the soil review, the engineering value, and then have the structural plan be as our uh, like elevation, okay. So it's got the correct. It's it's very accurate. So you are you are using engineering. Yeah. So, so there is that step of construction document yeah. occurring there. Okay. Yeah. I misinterpreted some of that. Is it? No, we just no, 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 plan no, to go no, build no. swimming pools. No, no, no. This no, this no, guy no. no more. No, 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 that's that's maybe <laughs> like you know, that's no. We Especially you're working in California, you've, you've got engineering standards. No, yeah, we got. Yeah, but just we kind of memorize our standards of like you know all, all the pools. Now we know. Okay, this pool is gonna have you know uh, differentiation settlement so we do you know double 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 curtain so like we already know all that ahead of time but a lot of designers don't you, you're just yeah. but you're just making a more i, I kind of i'm intrigued by that yeah. you're just making a bit more of a it's an efficient process yeah. within in-house yeah. and and let those the engineers the, the architects and and landscape architects let them produce their documents and you just feather all that into what you're doing well i produce and, no so what i do is i produce all the documents so because i do the i do the whole project okay so like interior exterior and construction Okay. So what we're trying to do is, we, I made it very efficient in my head, but it's not very scalable. So what we try to do is, okay, let's bring this whole thing into one in-house department. Okay. So then we're not having, because one of the biggest time waster when I had, you know, when I was working for designers and contractors was always, okay, let's call the architect. And then once you call the architect, you got to call the structure engineer, you got to call mm -hmm. the landscape architect, you got to call the pool guy. To me, that just... It's a very long process. It's cumbersome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everybody blames each other. It's yeah. like you're, you 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 draw drawings wrong, blah blah blah. So what we try to do is we try, you know, do the whole thing in house because we we can see A to Z. So then that way when you draw a set of plans, it's I think it's more efficient because you could communicate internally. More accurate and efficient. Yeah. Versus like blaming other people. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Because I mean, you guys probably got get a lot of this where they, they, they say, hey, you're the pool guy. They bring you in. Suddenly, you have to fit in with the architect, the massive architect, the interior designer, and yeah. just so many people to report to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got it. So, but the, the other thing too that you just touched on, you said inside, outside, and, yeah. and I was, I was a little bit prepped on the way in that they said you do some some house things as yeah. well. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I that, that's kind of my forte as well. I, I okay. if if you work from a holistic standpoint, which it sounds like you do, when you walk into the space, sometimes the house is not quite right yeah. for what it is that you want to perform, and if you can blow the wall off the back of the house, and yeah. Extend so it, I think. So I think I really, well, one one of my biggest tasks when I used to work for the design and builders is I was the guy that picked all the materials. Yeah. So I, uh, and I think that's still one of the, the biggest things that sets our design apart is actually material selection. That's very, very crucial because Huge. all the colors, everything yeah, added absolutely. together. Colors, textures, all of yeah. them. Yeah. So I think that was my job. And more and more, I'm beginning to understand that 
you know, because I, I used to hire landscape architects, like, oh, you guys go do this. And then I realized, oh, they're not, that's not what they learned at school. Right. So more and more, I think I've designed like an interior designer, mm -hmm. even like the space plan. I just mm -hmm. didn't know it. So, um, yeah, just came in it. Yeah. yeah, so then as we start doing the exterior, the clients would be like, well, now the exterior looks really nice my interior needs work. <laughs> so then, you know, we carry the outside back in. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I design, like, if it's a brand new build, I try to carry the interior to the exterior. Yeah. So more and more, I just to a point now, is if I see a client with, you know, brand blank slate, I say, okay, let's we'll just do design all one, because it's easiest. Because <laughs> then I could carry this material, let's say, you know, I could do an accent tile in here, and you know, I could accent on a wall sure. wall, or sure. a lot of times we like to extend the outdoor material indoors. Mm -hmm. So we'll use you know stone, we'll use porcelain tile, obviously wood we can, but uh, it's just when you design the whole entire space, it's it's even more cohesive than it's just, I'm coming here to do the pool. Exactly, yeah, yeah kind of a good design. Yeah. yeah, you carry everything forward. Yeah, so, so that's kind of what we're working towards. And like I said, I, I don't think that many people would do it, but since we could do it, that's one advantage that people hire us. I completely agree. Yeah. 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 And it makes, uh, just more efficient on everything. I mean, it's more scope, but you know, for me, I'm managing a seven-figure job instead of a six-figure job, right? Yeah. So because the interior exterior. Yeah. And now we could use uh, design elements in the inside, uh, also on the outside. So you know, a lot of times we'll carry, you know, like colors, you know, mm -hmm. textures, uh, and you know, we'll even extend walls from the inside to the outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's well, as you say, it's, it's cohesive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a cohesive process and a holistic process. I, I, I use the term holistic all the time yeah. just because it's, I'm sitting here looking out that window right there. Yeah. Then if I can bring these two things together yeah. visually, then why wouldn't you? Yeah. You and know? that's how I do a lot of designs for clients too. I kind of go, if it's a, a remodel, I kind of go into the existing space and say, okay, this is the existing, existing things that they like. How can I incorporate you know, this outside? I think a lot of, I don't want to say pool builders, but just a lot of contractors, maybe they don't have that vision. They're mm -hmm. not good at, you know, picking, selecting materials. Cause, yeah. uh, and, and maybe it's because of the industry thing, because everybody, when, you know, I actually, I almost never buy tile from, you know, I don't know if I can say this, but like national pool tile, mm -hmm. because yeah. every yeah. all the other pool builders pick temple tile or like master tile. Yeah. Or yeah. I like to go to, you know, because I have porcelain, I like to go buy porcelain tiles and, you know, yeah. because it creates something different. Well, it does, yeah. and, and, and the other thing, going back to, and it sort of dovetails into what you were saying earlier, yeah. too, that sometimes their budget gets in your way, yeah. and, uh, and and I, I've had discussions with many people about design over the years, and I call it peripheral thinking. Yeah. So whenever you, you have a budget, you have this thing yeah. you have to stay inside of, yeah. but when you take the budget away, it's yeah. your periphery opens up, yeah. right? Don't, don't you agree? Yeah, and and what I actually first started is, I, I was actually the, the, I was doing the very low end, like right. people giving me thirty thousand, forty thousand on budget, I have to stretch your budget. Yeah. So what I used to do is sometimes I even go to, um, I think Oceanside has a has an outlet. Yeah. I go and buy overstock materials for you know nine bucks a square foot yeah. or wherever. Yeah. Because to me, I'd rather use a nine dollars square foot glass tiles that's still because the, the nice thing is if we design it, I could go pick out something that's cheap and still looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah, have right. we, yeah. So we have the control of that. But you have to lose the term cheap, inexpensive. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not. It's not. Because client doesn't want cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's not cheap. But well, I mean, back then my clients want no, cheap. That looks good. But it just, I'm I'm telling them to spend the money you know wiser. Yeah. Or, well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Even yesterday, and I had they a, appreciate that. I had yeah because you're going the extra distance. And I think yesterday we were talking about you know uh, with with one of the colleagues. It's just for me, I don't like to 
just blow money because they have money. Right? Yeah. Instead of spending two hundred thousand dollars on all glass towel pool, all white glass towel pool, yeah. Yeah. I just recommend doing plaster. I know that yes, there's final differences, but for me, I could take take that two hundred thousand dollars I save, I could go create you know a custom sculpture, custom yeah. chandelier, or something that you know adds a lot more wow factor than having simply say, hey, I'm doing all glass pool. That, that's it. Yeah. Hopefully the client recognizes that's yeah, why yeah, they're there. Yeah. You know, it's because they, they haven't thought of that. Yeah. They haven't thought and, that through. And that's what, you know, that's what, and that's kind of why I call the next level. And that's why people pay me because I, I go in as, hey, I'm not necessarily to spend your money. I'm actually here like managing your money mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I think, okay, if this, this is going to cost $200,000 where I think the, the design value you get is only, you know, maybe a five. Yep. Let me go create you know, something super custom for $200,000 that will, yeah. you know, blow everybody away, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So sure. more like visual design versus just say, okay, let's just do all glass tile because I need to do all glass tile. That's it. No, yeah. you're exactly right. Yeah. It is about the visual. It's all right. You know, we, we see everything. Yeah. You know, we experience the space here yeah. first. So, so, so let's give the most bang for the buck with that. Yeah. So, Daniel, I wanted to come back around to the, to the Instagram thing. Yeah. So, on that and talking about clients and, and that age group that you're speaking of that that 20, 24 35 did you say that's the, that's the biggest hit yeah. so do you think or do you know that you've gotten any business from that yeah I mean it's very it's very uh, that's what it's so easy to track is I yeah I've gotten quite two or three million dollars in business this, this year but I'm getting about five to ten increase a day from everywhere five to ten what inquiries inquiries yeah, yeah. Because my my, yeah. my audience base is pretty, it's, and, it's, and, and it's not just, it's, it's not so much about, it's just big, it's very engaged. So yeah. what we do is we, you know, on, this is the whole marketing thing is my audience base, we're about, you know, 7, 7% of my audience engage. Mm. And out of 100,000 people, that's 7,000 people a day. Yeah. Yeah. Either liking my photos, sharing it, commenting on it. So, and uh, I, I make the effort because what people, you know, what I get a lot is, okay, how come you're spending so much time on Instagram and, and engaging with people and these people might not be your clients. Mm-hmm. And I always think, kind of think of, you know, there's a there's a really famous Porsche commercial. It's, you kind of see them when they're young. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen the commercial, but it, was, it shows a little kid go to a Porsche dealership, you know, wanting to own that Porsche. Yeah. And 25 years later, he, you know, you, you can see that, yeah, you can yeah. see that, you know, it's kind of like a Lamborghini, like my, during my age, is like the Lamborghini poster on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just, yeah, you create, you know, you create, um, and I try to do it where, yeah, I, I do you know, these hundred thousand million dollar designs, but I'm also trying to get the younger audience to engage, say, hey, I came from nothing, right? I didn't go to top design school, I didn't go to mm-hmm. you know, top builder school. Mm-hmm. You know, technically, you could do what I do, yeah. right? If yeah. you just put your effort, or you have the proper channel, like proper channel to go through, you might not, you know, obviously the upbringing is different, but through proper, you know, channels, like kind of like you know, Warwick University, you could learn the steps of being, even if you're like seventy percent there, mm-hmm. that's good enough. Yeah, and I think yeah. another thing is then you know the younger audiences, because I have a very difficult time hiring young talent, because everybody doesn't, no one wants to do. Construction industry, you know, it's not sexy. It's not cool. Everybody wants to be I'm in the tech business. Yeah, even here today, I'm yeah. hearing that very, very yeah. from other people. But it's because they don't know the monetary value, yeah. right? If you say, "Hey, if you do this, you're gonna make six figures," mm-hmm. suddenly a lot of people will be open to it because they always think, you know, doing pool builder, you make thirty, forty thousand dollars, or you know, yeah. whatever. But if you attach 
you know, uh, realistic dollar amount. Say, hey, if you put in your, you know, time, in a couple of years, you could be making six figures. Mm-hmm. There's not many industry you could do that nowadays, right? Yeah. So I think that's kind of what I wanted to share the message, kind of with the younger generations. Okay, this is achievable if you just willing to put your effort in. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, with that, that piece of the story on the Instagram thing, is there anything else that sort of that you, you, you think is the success behind the whole Instagram following that uh, that is bringing people up, such as just the beauty of the work? You think that is? Well, <laughs> no, I think I also create, try to create a very real message because Instagram is getting to a point where, and this is kind of the whole society, everything looks perfectly beautiful. Yeah. If you look at my Instagram page, it looks like crap because it's all before photos and after photos. Okay. Yeah, so that's really what grew my following is people see the before. Yeah, and they see what come after. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm trying to very uh, consistent with my branding. So before I was no like nobody, uh-huh. but you know through this process, you know I could become you know, this, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's kind of funny because I brand my posts kind of like how my person my personal life is. Before yeah. I was kind of like either empty lot or really you know just all crap grass or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But if we, if we could turn this into something beautiful, yeah, you know we could do that with other people. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the know, transformation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. got it. And there, there's something noble about your your, your passion here. I, I, I yeah, feel yeah. I see that passion, and it's just not about making bucks, but no, it's, it's no. also about inspiring others yes. and, and, and giving the client something extraordinary that's, yeah. that's unusual. And so I, I, I applaud this noble cause yeah. that you're, you're pursuing here in your career. It's because I used to make everything about me, and I was growing. You know, I used to try. I mean, it's kind of like a superstar attitude. But that was very toxic to everybody yeah. in my company. Yeah. <laughs> so more and more, and I it's failed. Also called youth. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, and especially I was really young, right? So I think that what happened is, you know, I, I I went through failure. Yeah. Then through that failure, I know okay, I can't do this without team. Yeah. And how do I build a team if there's no one wanting to come on the team, right? Yeah. The the only way is then you inspire them. You say, hey, this is why I came from. This is my background. You could do it too. Yeah. Right. Because uh, I get tons of messages like, "Hey, I'm in architectural school. How do I do what you do?" Or, "I'm a landscape gardener right now. You know, I do. How do I do what you do?" And I say, "Hey, I didn't go to architectural school, or yeah. I was a landscape gardener. Yeah. Right? I dug yeah. trenches, all that stuff. You just gotta go through this and hear the steps to, you know, even fifty percent of what I do is is a lot already. Yeah. So that's kind of what you know what I'm more involved in social media is because. I, I mean, to be honest, I had probably serious depression before I got on social media. But more and more, I saw because everything to me was is very um, to me. I thought it was it's given, oh. so I was very spoiled because uh, I have these yeah. abilities. I didn't know it was. It's not difficult for other people. It's just I didn't know it came so natural to me. Yeah. So now it's like yeah. okay, mm-hmm. every day I'm getting inspiration messages. Like hey, I want to do what you do. Mm. And more and more, it's like it's a bit oh. humbling. Yeah. yeah, more and more, it's like oh, hey, I'm you know I'm being a spoiled brat here, you know, taking everything for granted. But now if I and I started giving giving them uh, feedback, and yeah. I didn't know that one feedback could change someone's life, you know, so That's much. Right. And That's more and more, right. and it actually kind of got me out of depression because it's just now it's like oh, I didn't know. A simple message or a simple story, and that's why I do a lot. Is on my post, I do storytelling. Yeah. I say, okay, this is where. Okay. Yeah, this I is where it. I came from. This is where, yeah. you know, what what I'm getting into, or like, and I do uh, interaction. 
because what you can do on, on social media is you can get instant feedback. Yeah. I, I'll put, okay, what do you guys want to see more? And they'll, you know, they'll be like a hundred right. people. And, and I do a lot, uh, kind of like not ask and answer. I do a lot of question answer. And you know, usually it's like a hundred people, they'll, they'll, they'll ask questions. Mm. And you engage, you answer questions. Time consuming, I mean, does this really take a lot yes. of your day? Yeah, it's 40 hours, 50 hours a week. But wow. like I said, you know, I always joke with other people, like, I'm on my phone, but if my phone's making six figures, seven figures, okay. like, it's okay. <laughs> That's, it's my job, right? Yeah. It's my job. My job is public relations. <laughs> and what it is, is now, you know, if I'm getting 10 leads a day for Instagram, it's saving me 10 outbound trips to visit clients that might not be mine. I could filter everybody out on Instagram, or I could okay. filter out, you know, I could send my sales rep. It just... It's a lot faster. And also, it's reaching you know different markets. Like my second, my hottest market right now is Miami, and that's <laughs> something that I I would not know. Right? I always thought if we ever expanded, it might be either NorCal or New York, mm -hmm. or even Houston for a while. But mm -hmm. now it's like I'm getting so many phone calls from Miami. It's like wow, okay, natural. <laughs> you know, you gotta go where the demand is. So yeah. that's if we ever open another office, it'll be now in Miami. Yeah. And so, so, so within that design work, do you just you stay in Southern California, or you're in Southern California? Is that where you're yeah. So, are you? And you're talking about opening an office. Would you just do design work? Yes. In other places, yeah. consultation kind of thing. Yeah. Or? And so that's kind of what you know. Even I come to the show is meet a lot of East Coast builders. Okay. So, because well, I didn't want to do is I didn't want to bring how I build things to. I don't want to train, you know, reinvent the wheel. If they're building, you know, tons of pools in their territory, mm -hmm. I just want to work with them. And because that they already have the system regulation, all this stuff down versus I'm trying to hear, you know, bring how I need to build a pool to them, right? Because yeah. if they're doing that at their turf, and sometimes we do things differently. I know through Aston Masters, you guys have everybody has different you know, waterproofing, dampproofing process. No, no, we, we we see it across the board. I do yeah. exactly the same thing whenever I travel yeah. and does design and build. You you you, I, you know the old term uh, win in Rome. You know, yeah. and so yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how you do it here. I'm open to the idea. Yeah. If I see it and it's wrong, and I know that it's wrong, and there's potential yeah. failure there, then we're not doing yeah. that. But but I will I will work. Yeah, and because different, it's just like for me, uh, one of the biggest recent you know thing that opened my eyes is okay, building on in Florida there's a lot of water. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> right? yeah. well, I can only but understand how and I understand the concept of it, but yeah. I don't know the exact process. You know through the city or design. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'm gonna not even attempt that because I can't afford the failure, I can't. Mm -hmm. And something I learned that, okay, these guys are expert in their their field and mm -hmm. the jurisdiction, let them do it. I'll just kind of, you know, uh, put my like spin on it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. even that's why I do cool engineering stuff is, you know, the shell looks like this, I just create a nice shape from it. Yeah. And that's kind of what them is, okay, square pools, whatever. It's not, for me, the design is not where the, it's actually like the finishes. So mm -hmm. as long as I can finish it, mm -hmm. you know, then. But it has to work. Yeah. I mean, that, that piece of, I think Steve Jobs said it is, it is foolish to just look at something and, and appreciate it for the way that it looks. It also has to work. Yeah, it has to work. So it can't fail a year from now, so you've really got to be cognizant. Yeah, so for us, that's why we, we only, you know, that's why we're working with Asset Masters, also that's why we're kind of working with, with this is, okay, also you guys, you know, have been in the industry for a really long time, mm. you, and you guys already have the established network. We just work within that network. There's yeah. no point of me trying to train a new builder from, because, 
you know, sometimes I even learned this. Sometimes, and I think you guys still too. There's still new things that I have not discovered. Oh, sure, we learn yeah. every year. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm not, I'm yeah. not there trying to reinvent the wheel. I just, I don't need to create a new process. You know, whatever works, but just you know, keep it working instead of you know. Before I would try to go tinker it, but you know, something it just sometimes it creates other new issues that that you know I I might not foresee. So what I do now is just okay. This is how I do things, or this is how you guys do things. You know, get all the engineering done, whatever. I just need to put my finishing touches because yeah. you know, like a building, a swimming pool, a square pool, and a curved pool, the engineering is the same, mm-hmm. right? I just have to, you know, mm-hmm. I just have to bend the shape within. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. I just I'm yeah. trying to create, you know, the all the building, everything is still the same, but it's just, you know, afterwards we create a shape out of it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's kind of what we're we're doing and. Uh, we're we're still developing that still, just because um, design is such a new thing for us. But I see a growing need of it because yep. more and more builders they don't. I think as the competition, like those big box builder, cookie cutter shaped pools, it's hard to survive that. Uh, like yesterday, I was someone told me their profit margin is only five percent because they have to compete with the mm-hmm. build build a box, right? Yeah. yeah. So the the way we do it is okay. We provide. You know, now we're seeing that customers actually see a value in design. Mm-hmm. So they rather so okay. Our market's changing, yeah. Yeah, sure. because through Instagram, through social media, they see it. You know, I have a lot of people telling me. Uh, it's funny, the other day we had one uh, interior design in Philadelphia. Their client showed them my pool. <laughs> so that's just how far you can yeah, reach, right? And right. it's funny because we talked a lot on, online. So just, you know, she was like, hey, we know this person. So it's just uh, your influencing power is only, you know, it's everywhere. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so that's kind of what uh, I spend a lot of time doing social media. It just, you know, the more you sharing sharing the knowledge and why I don't put my face on it is because there's a lot of people on Instagram. They're selling themselves. They're not selling anything what I think is productive. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah they're almost idolizing themselves. Yeah. Versus for me, it's like I don't show my face because I don't want that association to it. I'm just trying to sell a concept, not... Not you know, hey, look at me, look at me, pay me to teach you, yeah. you know what what you need to know. Versus yeah. okay, this is it's like Wizard of Oz. This is everybody has it in them. It just you inspire them to bring uh, out yourself. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. a humble characteristic that you have. Oh right? yeah, yeah, that's that's recently that's you know that's through. Well, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. you're not yeah. a kid anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's called growing up. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. And I think that's what the younger crowd needs is just they need something. You know, yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of bridge the gap. Say, hey, if I start now, let's say five years from now, this is where I could be. Yeah. So, and I think for for me, this is why I push that message so much. Is because yeah, I started with nothing too. It's I didn't go through you know, any of that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as we, as we kind of wind down yeah. here, so you, you mentioned those people where they could be in five years. What what about yourself? What do you think five years from now where you're going to be? Well. Um, I kind of do design just for fun. I mean, not for fun, but I ch- I like the challenge. So, yeah. and to be honest, pool is probably twenty five percent of what I do. So oh. I also enter in competitions to kitchens, baths, and uh, so we won a couple of awards and also kitchen and you know powder rooms and, and other cross cross discipline. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do now is uh, bring that also back into uh, bigger scale, like. You know, like uh, multi-unit apartments, uh, yeah. developments, 
and things so like the that. architectural side is, is yeah, because a little more interior than exterior. Because that also goes back to where my background is. My background is actually real estate finance, oh. investment. And I went to do construction because that was one of the biggest costs in you know what makes an investment work or not. Yeah. And so I went to construction and construction kind of led me to design. But now I, I'm going to go back to it because through you know a beautiful design project could make or break you know suddenly suddenly now you could attract new you know, new crowds yeah and right. I think it's because of cross um, I think this is this is probably more the ego part I just I want to win uh, <laughs> I want to win design awards and categories right? it's just yeah. like hey I'm not a pool builder I yeah. could design you know hey you want to design kitchen I could design kitchen because <laughs> yeah. for me it's it's, it's interchangeable. Well, yeah, I got it, and, and this yeah. this is really interesting. But again, I think we're about out of time. But yeah. the it was it was a, it was an honor to meet you. I, I yeah. really didn't know much about you until the, yeah, the yeah. prep I today, think, and and, and, <laughs> I, and I've seen some of your work, by the way. Yeah. And, and uh, I urge you not to get too far from the pool business because I like no, what I see. I, I mean, think we, it's, gonna be it's, a good it's it's an integral thing, and I think what what's also nice about that is you know I tell people, you know, even though I'm really big on social media. It's, I have work in real life, like yeah. you focus more time on doing stuff in the real life yeah. because it's yeah. easier to translate that into social media versus okay. you know, a lot of you know, younger kids are trying to you know, make videos, making, you know, try to get Instagram famous, yeah. but that doesn't translate into real life success. There you go. I always say, hey, I'd rather have a million dollars in a bank than a million, million followers, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's just, it, uh, I think that's what, uh, there's a big misunderstanding in the society is, okay, real. You know, Instagram follower doesn't equal money in the bank. Yeah. But if you have real money or real projects accomplishment in real life, it's a lot easier to to become. You know, because I only been on Instagram for uh, probably sixteen something months. Hmm. It's, it's, wow. it's easy to grow fast when I was doing you know, you know millions of dollars in real life. <laughs> so it's not like I'm just, it's not like I just pop out nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Is you know, I, I give them advice. Say, hey. Stop doing all these you know, fancy videos. Focus on your craft because that's really where your craft will translate into, into to success online versus you have Instagram success but not you know nothing in real life. Yeah, kind of a false success. Yeah, because then it's like, well, okay, what are you going to do with these 10 leads that you generate from online? Yeah. Now you can't, you know, because you don't have any, like if you don't know how to go to Vanishing Edge Pool, you have people asking you, you, you still don't know how to do Vanishing Edge Pool yeah. versus spend that time, learn, Okay, if you know how to build this, then you spend time doing the marketing side because then it's easier, right? It's just yeah, easier. Yeah. yeah, it's more realistic. Yeah, no, no yeah. philosophy. There's no shortcuts. Yeah. yeah, no, there is no shortcuts. Yeah. Life. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So, so I think that's just what, you know, like online kind of, you know, throwing off a new generation. Everybody wants to be the next greatest thing, but you have to, you have to go through, you know, that process in mm -hmm. order to you know, hit the success. the craft. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been telling, hey, I didn't just start doing this yesterday. I've been doing yeah. this for 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, try, uh, like I said, I use it, I see it as, I see the platform as a way to push positive message versus, you know, false idolship or false, you know. No, no, no. Yeah. No, and I applaud that. Yeah. I applaud that. Hey, listen, yeah. thanks. I, I enjoyed our talk today. Yeah. I'm going to hope to see you again soon. Yeah, yeah we will. All right. We will. Great. Thanks for listening to the Awesome Masters podcast, and don't forget to check out our Facebook page each week on Tuesdays for new episodes of the show. I also want to encourage you to stop by the Ask the Masters Facebook page and invite other like-minded individuals to join us there as well. Feel free to jump into the conversations and even post your own questions. 
We want to create a community which fosters learning and discovery for the betterment of us all. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Please be sure to subscribe and feel free to share. 